Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Child Of. I'm sitting here feeling slightly guilty for taking not one, but two extra weeks away from this space. And yet at the same time, I know that I needed it. The holidays were a little bit unexpected for me and I needed just some time to adjust and to figure out how I was feeling after everything. So I guess this can be a nugget of self-understanding for you all to listen to your body. If you feel confused or emotionally blocked, take some time to figure that out and really dig in deep. Sometimes I have noticed, I've noticed this a lot over the past few years, it takes me sometimes days to have an emotional reaction to an experience. I used to block these emotions because I felt like I didn't have the right to experience them so late in the game and so long after something had actually taken place. But now I'm coming to a point where I hold a little bit more understanding and grace for myself to be able to be aware that if I don't cry right after something really sad happens to me or if I'm not like angry right after someone hurts me, that it may take me a while to process the event and I know now that I can deal with it when the time presents itself. Things, they just aren't so black and white in life. And (laughs) as much as I wish that they were, they really aren't more often than not. And this holiday season was, it was no different. Okay, so I have some personal stories that I actually, I really want to share with you that happened to me over the holidays. Um, But first, I want to present you guys with an opportunity for the next episode to be straight from all of you. And I hope that this is something that you guys will want to take part in because it's exciting to me. Um, My desire for the next podcast episode is to be more of like a community feel. So I wanted to invite you guys to hop over to my Instagram, preferably my personal account, although the other one, it's okay. Um, And just send me a message and let me know in as much or as little detail how your holidays went. Did you learn anything new about yourself? Did you hold on to those healthy boundaries you've been setting? Or did you let someone walk all over you? It's okay if that happened because we're all learning. But no matter what happened, um, whether you dealt with your, your narcissistic parent or if you were continuing to go no contact, I would love to hear from you guys how it went. And then what would, what would happen is that I would read your uh, messages next week kind of just to share a feeling of community and to let you guys know that in all of the different places that you are, you're not alone in what you're going through. So if you want to be a part of that, my Instagram is linked in the podcast bio. If you want to remain anonymous in your story when you're sharing, just let me know in the message or messages. I won't share your name, but if you do want to share your name and maybe what city you're from, I think that would be really cool just to give a sense of realness and tangibility to the words being shared. Now, I'm going to give you guys an up close and personal to my holidays and how they went, what I'm learning, and how I'm processing everything. Let's do a New Year's resolution too while we're at it. Uh, Those are always fun and oddly revealing. So my sister has been in Texas for most of the year and she flew back into town for the holiday season for Christmas and New Year's and I was excited to see her. We'd been texting back and forth and she's like one of the only people that I really talk to for my family. I think she's, I've talked to her the most 
out of everyone and um she had like sent me some texts about maybe going into downtown and going to a food cart that she wanted to visit while we were here and and i was feeling uh a little bit i don't know maybe included is the right word i was feeling included and that was that was a nice feeling for me from like not having a whole lot of contact with my family and so when she actually did fly into town it was like she wasn't telling me like when she was flying in or like when she was landing and so i was starting to feel the opposite of included i was starting to feel a little bit excluded and out of touch and i started to have some emotions come up from that and i was feeling kind of bratty and i didn't like that i was feeling that way i was feeling really like irritable and frustrated And I had to sit and like take some time with myself and process through the the almost anger that I was feeling, the resentment that I was being left out of things and and tell myself, you know, it's okay that you're feeling this way. It's normal. You want to have a family. You want to have family that wants to spend time with you. And that hasn't been the case. So this is a wound that's being reopened. I think a lot of the time that really big emotions come up, it's because there's a wound attached to it. And I had to stop myself, take some time to breathe and not feel so upset that I was feeling upset and instead honor the fact that I was dealing with some significant pain that was very valid. I ended up running into my sister at the grocery store because she was staying with family that that literally lives five minutes from me, but I never hear from them. So she was staying with them, which is my brother and my sister-in-law. And so we live so close. So we ran into each other at the grocery store. It was early in the morning. I think it was like 6.30, maybe 7. And I was still dealing with those really powerful emotions, that, that feeling of resentment or anger, frustration. And it was really hard for me to talk to her at that time, not having seen her in so long, I felt bad about it, but it gave me the wake-up call to really process and do better next time. And I'm glad that I did do that processing because I ended up being able to see her on Christmas Day. She came over to my place and we ended up sitting and talking for several hours, which was really nice, really unexpected that she went out of her way to come over. It felt good. It felt like a little bit of validation that I needed to heal that wound of always feeling like excluded or unwanted because of the fact that I don't see my narcissistic father as an idol or I don't um, worship him almost like my the rest of my family does. And actually on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, my mom called both days and really wanted to talk to me. She was being really open and seemingly very vulnerable with me, which was unexpected because we haven't had a lot of connection or communication over the past um, like five years. It's been very, very hesitant between both of us and I felt really abandoned in so many ways. So it was, it was interesting to have her call both days wanting to talk to me asking to see me we didn't end up getting to see each other on christmas or christmas eve but um it was nice to talk to her and it was nice to feel wanted 
And she wasn't saying anything to me that felt like a lie. So the conversations went pretty smoothly and and without any sort of ego, which is something that I've been working on, not allowing my ego to be a part of conversations. Obviously, I'm not perfect and sometimes I fail. I did with my sister in the grocery store. My ego had come up. I was feeling very defensive. But the goal is progress. Always progress, not perfection. Otherwise, I would beat myself up over every little thing that I did, and that is not helpful. That's the kind of behavior that I'm trying to get away from. But it was two days after, I think I think it was after Christmas, two days after Christmas, my mom called yet again, and she asked me over the phone, is it okay if we talk about some hard things? My emotions were instantly mixed. When she asked that question, part of me was excited and wanted to have a deep conversation with my mom. Part of me was anxious that this might lead somewhere that was more hurtful and more painful and would give me more things to have to work through. But I told her it was okay. And I said, of course, I'm saying this now, but um, it sounds like it sounds okay to me. And in the back of my head, I was thinking over all of the things that I've done over the past couple of years to heal and... And reminding myself that at any time I can stop the conversation and say, hey, this isn't okay with me anymore and be done. So I don't know how long we ended up talking for, but it was probably at least an hour, maybe two. And at first she seemed like she was trying to take responsibility for all of the like negative things that happened to me as a kid or like any bad behaviors that I had growing up. But I like I kept stopping her and asking her questions to try to get her to understand maybe a deeper truth under what she was seeing because it felt like she was coming from a very topical angle, which is fine, but I just wanted to ask some questions and I was trying really hard not to interrupt her even when I didn't agree with what she was saying and just ask questions to help her come to her own conclusions and not like put any ideas into her head because I know like that's how my dad is. And being a narcissist, he he always wants to manipulate the way that you think. And I didn't want to do that to her because she's lived with that for so long. So I just wanted to ask questions. And I did. And she she kind of navigated herself into, I guess, a more meaningful conversation than I think we would have had if I hadn't just asked questions and if I had tried to like push her one way or another. And after a while of talking, she, we both had cried about different things and um, she actually apologized to me in a way that I could actually receive, which was, Joanna, I'm so sorry if the way that you were raised by your dad and I made it difficult for you to lead a healthy life, if it made it difficult for you to know God as a father. And that That was probably the most meaningful thing that she's ever said to me. Not only was it validating and it made me feel seen, which I have not felt seen by my parents like ever in my life, it it made me, it was kind of like a breath of fresh air after like so long just breathing this putrid gunk. I don't know how else to explain it, but if you've had an experience like this, with an abusive parent or the codependent parent that's married to them where they they actually for a moment 
take the time to look and see what's happened to you and validate your experience. It is a beautiful thing. It's not life-changing. It doesn't change what's happened or what will be. I am still responsible for what will be. What happened is in the past. I can't change that. But it is a gift. And once we hung up the phone, I just spent some time thinking about the conversation and processing it. And it occurred to me that five years ago, I could not have had that conversation with my mom. I was too upset still, too um, raw in my wounds. And I would have navigated that conversation like a wounded animal in the forest. I would have been lashing out and crying and frustrated and it wouldn't have gone well. But having that conversation today with all of the work that I've put in on myself, I was really proud of how I navigated it and really just for a moment was able to to just rest and truly enjoy the progress that I have made. It's funny how when you stop needing something so much, sometimes that's when it shows up. I used to idolize the idea of my parents recognizing the wrong that they had done to me or how they'd hurt me or abused me. And I used to think that maybe if they were to recognize it and truly apologize, that that would sort of erase everything. Looking back, obviously, I know that that is kind of childish thinking. And and now that I don't, I don't actually need that validation from my mom. I don't need that validation from my dad either. I'm okay where I am. Now is when I was able to receive it. And there's probably some sort of spiritual lesson in that, but I haven't really sorted through that far yet. For now, I'm just in a space of gratefulness and with no expectations because despite the fact that we had a good conversation and I felt validated, I know that that can change because she is still under the thumb of my very manipulative, narcissistic father. After that conversation with my mom, a few days later, my sister invited me to drive up to the falls with her um, in the Columbia River Gorge. Because I live in like um, just outside of Portland, Oregon, and we went up and saw Multnomah Falls and quite a few other falls along the way. We took the old highway, the back way, and it was really, really beautiful. It was really great experience to spend some time with my sister before she went back to Texas and really healing to actually spend time with family. This holiday season was a surprise, to say the least. There were a couple times in talking with my mom and especially in spending time with my sister where my sister or or my mom would say something about my dad that just seemed so out of character, like they were seeing a completely different person than I have ever known. And I had to just, instead of getting defensive and saying, he's not like that, that is not like who he is, I have just had to say, you know, that's not my experience. In healing, I've come to understand the roles in a family that a narcissistic parent will create. My sister is more of the golden child while I played more of the role of the scapegoat. So I know that my experience is going to be a lot worse than hers in many ways, um, maybe more obvious in the abuse whereas hers was more subtle and she just kind of went along with it. But um, I have to like take into consideration that everyone's experience is different. And while my father, I would say, is definitely narcissistic, 
the way that he interacts with each person is going to be different. And as painful as it is to not feel like my experience is validated in relationship to people who are close to me or who I want to be close to me, like my mom and my sister, I have to understand that that they're, the way that they see things is different and I can't change their mind. They have to come to their own determination of things and... And I know that that may never happen because they are still so much involved with my father. So I have to take that into consideration as well. Another thing that I've realized that's very strange is that it's almost harder for me at this point to have good experiences with my family because of all of the bad ones. I'm just, I've actually gotten so used to having these negative experiences so I'm I'm working through that and kind of trying to open my heart, crack it back open and, and remind it that good experiences are also possible. And you don't always have to be looking for the bad, but you also need to be careful. I need to be careful. You guys need to be careful with your families, especially if they've been abusive in the past. Just keep one eye open, but never, ever, ever discount the possibility of change. Okay, so that pretty much sums up my holiday season. There was a lot that I needed to process. I think I've said that like 16 times, but there was a lot. Um, So now I'll share with you guys my New Year's resolution. Um, My last year's New Year's resolution was to read the whole Bible, but that did not happen. I made it to Isaiah. So my resolution for this year is to finish the Bible. Um, And the other things are to learn to have consistency without rigidity. I don't know if this is something that you guys struggle with, but I really struggle with needing to do something every day. And then if I don't do it one day, I just beat myself up. So I want to be able to have a consistent pattern. And then maybe if I miss a day or two, you know, here and there that I'm not freaking out about it. And then I'm just like, you know what, maybe I need to take a day off, you know, like with workouts, maybe I just needed a day off. It's okay. I can get back to my consistent pattern tomorrow. So that's my resolution. Consistency without rigidity, doing stuff most of the time, um, being consistent most of the time without freaking out or um, shaming myself if I miss a few days. Uh, The other New Year's resolution is to write more. That's something that I really have struggled with, which is weird because writing is one of my favorite things to do. And yet I struggle to do it daily, weekly sometimes. Okay, I'm officially done talking about me, but I want to hear from you guys. I hope that you will take part in this community effort to share how your holidays went. I want to be able to share your stories next week um, and give you guys kind of a perspective of how everyone's doing after the holiday season, what you guys have gone through, what you've learned. And if you want to share your New Year's resolutions too, that would be really cool. I would love to hear that. As always, my Instagrams are linked in the bio, so you can hop over and say hi and send me long messages if you want. And um, that's all for this week. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope that you're feeling healthy. And I will talk to you all again next Tuesday.